0: Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decommission.
1: Oh. We're back to being not excited.
0: Yeah. I was actually thinking about making that joke. And we're back to the boring stuff. Yes. This one's tough. We had a good week last week. Oh, we had a great week last week. this is tough this is a really tough movie because it's like, it's hard. It's, it's, it feels bad to be negative about it. But also like my problem with this movie is what is it trying to tell? Like we're, Mm. we're, we've spent, you know, nearly three years talking about these, these Disney Channel original movie. Oh my God. I cannot talk this morning. Disney Channel original movies trying to find their hidden morals. You know, what are they trying to preach to kids? what is this trying to preach what is this the, what is the story they're trying to tell is it the story of the tiger cruise itself is it just what was the country feeling after 9-11 like what what is it trying to tell and right and like right now and when i was watching it like all i can think is that it was just trying to make people emotional and be like mm-hmm. you know you know, it's only been three years, and you know we've come so far, but we're still, you know, we got to remember who we are as a country, and like blah, blah blah. But that's giving this movie a lot of credit.
1: Yeah. So. I don't know, and to think that they filmed it probably like two years after. Well, I don't know how long it took to film this movie, but I, it came I don't out know. In 2004. They probably started in 2003. It so depends on when.
0: After. It depends on when it came out in 2004. My guess is that it came out around September 11th. Oh, yeah, let's look. Sense. Look it up. Also because we didn't mention it because I'm stupid, we're watching or we watched uh Tiger Cruise this week.
1: Right. And I didn't even know what a Tiger Cruise was, so I had no idea oh, what I to expect die. going into this until at the very beginning of the movie. It's like September two thousand one and I went, Oh, <laughs> that's what this is about. Okay. Right. Wasn't what? expecting to go into that.
0: Hold on, I'm looking at. Uh Actually, let me just look up the... Stop! Someone started following me on TikTok. I don't... I don't post (laughs) anything.
1: That happened to me a lot, too. And then I finally made everything private. (laughs) Like, don't look for me.
0: 2004. There we go. Okay, it came out in August. But it's still very possible that they filmed in the beginning of 2004... Yeah. because i would imagine that disney channel original films don't take over a year
1: good point um, it still feels like a movie that like usually would take like 10 years after something like this happened and then they'd make a movie about it i don't know yeah i guess there were quite a few movies about 911 that came out in the couple of years after
0: right i mean if we think about 911 if we think about 911 um <sighs> So 9-11 happened when Sarah and I were both in elementary school. I was in third grade and that was a very interesting time for this to have happened. That sounds like I'm like, how this happened to me specifically? But no, I'm just saying like in regards to the timeline of being a child. So I was eight. My sister was 12. Our reactions to it were very different because she was much more cognizant of what was happening Whereas being yeah. eight, I, like, what exactly was happening? Like, she she had more, like, of a detail. She knew, like, things more minutely. Like, as what it meant. Yeah, like, what it, it meant following. and, like, who it affected. And, like, as an eight-year-old, right. I was like, oh, this is bad. But I don't really understand the scope of it. Like, I know right. it's bad. I know that it's bad for the country. But, like, I, I don't. I don't really understand. Like I, I like yeah. I don't understand how it's affecting other people. Like I've never been to New York. I never knew about the Twin Towers before this. Like, I was not so super aware of like terrorism and what it meant. So exactly. it's like,
1: yeah, I remember watching it on TV in fourth grade and like watching the news reports. And I remember being sad. Like, oh, these buildings were hit by planes, but it didn't register like there was purpose behind it. And- right. I it thought was it was just like and like the terrorist stuff. Yeah, I, I'm like I don't understand that stuff.
0: I thought it was just like someone crashed some planes. Oopsie, but obviously I know that's not true now. But right, I also have this memory, and I could be wrong, but I do remember my mom during like news reports for the attacks, not really letting me look, and so I remember like a couple of years later they were you know news channels were still rebroadcasting it on 9-11 and seeing the actual like planes hit and being like oh okay yeah that's really terrible that's like really bad i remember coming home because they released us that day to go home if you could i think it was like they weren't you didn't have to but like my mom came and picked me up and she had the news playing the whole time and I just remember because it was the live news, it was just the smoking buildings, but Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I remember, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the second tower fall, whichever, not the, like, whichever the second tower was that fell fall live, Mm -hmm. because we were in central time, so this was, they were only an hour ahead of us, so, like, the first plane was, plane hit at, like, 9.30 in the morning, um so it was like 8 30. like school had just started.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but yeah, it was it was it was interesting. But what's interesting about 9 11 now is it's been over 20 years now. And it's definitely not not something that we have forgotten in any way, but it's definitely not like 9 eleven comes around every year now. and now it's just like, well, it's 9 eleven. okay. Right. Previously, for the first, like, 10 years or so after 9-11, like, uh, September 11th every year was, like, a really somber day. And a yeah, couple people years... People gather,
1: have their, like, vigils and everything, and you don't see that really too much anymore.
0: Right. And a couple years, I'm pretty sure maybe even until 2004 or five, we had September 11th off of school. Because, at least in public oh, schools, because... I, was say,
1: I don't think I don't think we did, but... Yeah, private school. I guess that makes sense.
0: Well, yeah, they, 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 because it was like, it might have only been the first two years because I remember after that, like it just being a really somber, like day of remembrance. And we just did a bunch of special stuff in school. But I'm pretty sure for at least the year after that, they did not hold school because they were like, this is too momentous of an occasion. Like, we need to, you know, pay respects and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, I just remember going to school on September 11th and just being just every year just being this like really dark like this is really hard like you know we've overcome but we still have so much to do like blah 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 blah. I I don't remember that being the case too much in my later years of high school but I remember it still being there because there were always those teachers that were like so overtly patriotic Mm-hmm. That we're just like, how dare you, like, not pay respects to nine eleven. It's like, I'm not not paying respects to nine eleven, but, like, also, people would want us to move on. Like, right. we have done... We're not we forgetting, done
1: a... but we're moving on with our lives. Yeah, yeah, like, we're
0: not forgetting anything that's happened, but we're also right. not... If we always, on every 9-11, or every, you know, September 11th, we stop everything and we don't rebuild like what are we going to do I mean Freedom Tower is built now the ground zero is gone like that's the other thing is that's like especially after because Freedom Tower was still being built when I was in college so it's like there was I remember
1: going to visit you and they were still mm -hmm. working on it I think or they were almost done with it
0: I think in 2013 they were still working on it I'm pretty sure they didn't finish it until either really late when I was in college or after I left so let me look it up I also hate the name Freedom Tower.
1: Don't they also call it One oh, World the 14th Trade Th- Center?
0: Um, They do call it One World Trade Center, but um, the colloquialism, like Twin Towers, was is Freedom mm-hmm. Tower. Because um, One World Trade Center uh, was one of the building names.
1: Oh, I think I did know that.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure. I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong.
1: But- no, I think you're right. I do remember hearing that.
0: Um, it's it was done on uh in uh 2014, so they were still working on it in 2013. Okay. Um, I think there were like bits and pieces that they were still like finishing up, maybe after. It was
1: pretty much almost. I remember taking a picture in front of it, and it was almost done.
0: Yeah, they at least the outside part of it. They, I never saw Ground Zero as like Ground Zero.
1: Mm-hmm. I went. And either the what when I went to visit you in twenty thirteen was the first time I'd been to New York.
0: Maybe my mom and I went to Ground Zero in two thousand six, but it wasn't like Ground Zero. It was like they'd already started like rebuilding and adding the foundations for Freedom Tower. But I went down there only after like in my memory only after twenty ten. So like they had already had quite a bit done on Freedom Tower at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. This movie is hard because there really was a very different mentality about September 11th in the, you know, five years post 9-11 that is very different than how we experienced September 11th now. But, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But I think that this movie, even if I try and step back, And think about how the world was reacting to September 11th in these years. I don't know what this movie is trying to accomplish. Because Mm. I didn't really learn about the Tiger Cruise too much. I didn't really learn about anyone's individual stories or relationships too terribly much. Like, this movie is split in half, basically. There's what happens before the attacks... And what happened after the attacks. And honestly, what happened before the attacks was more interesting to me. This sounds really mean. But, like, it was more interesting to me because we were learning about the characters' stories and relationships with their family member who was on the ship. And then Mm -hmm. after it happened, the only people we ever really interacted with were Hayden Pinotier and Bill Pullman and their dumb relationship. And that... And then, you know, this one horrible, like ex marine guy who only cared about himself and then learning about his brother who was in the Pentagon, who was completely made up as far as my research mm-hmm. my research can right. tell. I
1: was um, to say the second half, that's kind of who we. Yeah, and it's knew the most about like who had the connection to the attacks. Yeah. And it was the least likable character. He was the least
0: likable character. He could have been a very interesting and likable character, but they just decided to lean into him being a fumbling idiot, rude, gross ex ex military man. Like, just like the because
1: he used to be in the Marines and the Marines were better. Oh, he's terrible.
0: And it's so it's just like I There are bits and pieces of this movie that I understand what they were trying to accomplish. Like, there's the scene, we'll do the blurs in a little bit, but there's this scene where all of the kids go into the kitchen to help make the cupcakes or whatever after the attacks have happened, and they all start, like, banging around on the pots and, like, goofing off in the kitchen, and they laugh for the first time in days. It's, like, September 14th or whatever. And they're, like, and Hayden Panettiere's character goes, oh my gosh, I haven't laughed in so long, this feels so good, and it's like, yeah, that... That is a very important thing. Like, I mean, that I definitely remember that being a feeling. I think that's right. something that would have been interesting to that scene, though, is the guilt of, of fe- feeling joy and laughter, yes. which they just glazed over.
1: Yeah. Which
0: I understand why, but I kind of wish there'd been a moment where you just saw them kind of, like, reel back from laughing and just kind of, like, think for a second.
1: Yeah, just that. I think that would have been really nice for especially the kids watching DCOMs back in the day to let them know, like, hey, it's okay to... To feel,
0: yeah, it's okay joy. to feel. Yeah, it's okay to have emotions that are uncontrollable and undiscernible. And like, it's okay, it's okay to grieve in any way. Like, mm-hmm. people grieve in different ways. Some people grieve through laughter, some people grieve through, you know, locking themselves in a room and turning out the lights for weeks. But it's like, you know, I don't know. This, I just. This movie, I don't like to rate movies on potential, and I'm not going to rate this movie on potential, but mm-hmm. I, throughout this movie, all I could think of was the potential that this movie had. Yes. Because it is based on a true story, but I think they went, oh, there was a Tiger Cruise happening in th- during September 11th of 2001. Okay, let's make... A story not about that tiger cruise but let's make a story about what if this happened on the tiger cruise with these characters and right. their main failing here was that they made characters that are 90 percent unlikable there is one yeah, likable yep. person in this entire movie and it is i don't remember her name it is the girl who has the sister who's the pilot oh, i think it's
1: tina i think it and is I think Tina. Is grace
0: i think you're right um she is so interesting because so she is there because her sister is a pilot on the ship. And um she really loves the navy because she looks up to her sister. And, you know, you the first time you see her, she's like practicing saluting and she knows all this stuff about the ship. And like the first time you see her interact with other people, she's on the plane to the to the to the boat and um she's talking to this woman on the on the plane and she's, like, talking her ear off about how all this stuff about the ship and then Hayden Panettiere moves away from another character who's, like, drumming on stuff to go sit by her and then she gets all upset that this girl is talking so much and then you see her, like, still talking about the ship, like, as they get to the ship and then she's just so excited to be there and she knows all this stuff and, like, over time her, the two characters, like, become closer but it's mostly because they have to go through this trauma together. So fun. Mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. But The interesting thing about Tina was that you do kind of see her, and this is all subtext and I probably was just reading into this because I wanted it to be true, but you do, you are able to, if you want to, see her kind of struggle with the fact of, like, if I want to join the Navy, would I be able to handle what my sister is doing right now? Because her sister had to be, like, up in the air during, you know, surveilling and protecting during all of this stuff when they thought that they might be attacked,
1: like, yeah, she's very much like, you have to do your duty, even if yeah. you're scared. Yeah, I read into that too. So yeah. like, I think that's what they were going for. That was so much more interesting than
0: the stupid daddy daughter yes. issues. <laughs> like, yes. this, like, I really liked Tina and Grace's story. Like, I only cared when they were on screen, either one or both of them. Like, and yeah. also, the, the women who portrayed them did great jobs. They, they were did. the only likable characters in this entire movie. The only other yes. one I might might give the past to because they really didn't have enough time on screen was 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 the annoying ex-military guy's son who was the chef in the kitchen. Mm, But like I just oh my gosh, I really wish it had just been about those two with maybe a couple other like, you know, background people. But it was so it was really struggling to split its time between all of these characters and all of their relationships. There's an entire relationship that needed to be cut from this movie, and I don't know why it was here to begin with, but I will talk about that after we do the blurbs because we gotta do the blurbs. (laughs) <laughs> so this movie's Tiger Cruise. It's TV PG. Now, I was reading about this in the um in the uh the trivia, but this is one of only a few that's rated PG, and it's obviously because it deals with 9-11, and that's really scary. And so PG makes sense. It's also yeah. one of the only ones that has a disclaimer beforehand. This one is like this is a disclaimer that talks about, you know, trauma and 9-11. Wendy Wu has one that talks about violence. And I can't remember the third one. But I remember it being kind of like, really? That? I remember Wendy Woo seeing the Wendy Woo one and going, Really? Yeah. Violence? Gosh, what
1: was the other one? But the thing is they don't have those disclaimers on Disney Plus. It must have just been when they were showing it on T V.
0: Yeah, which is interesting that they don't just keep them. Or we are just really stupid and miss them, but but I don't oh, remember. Don't look no, because no, it started right at scary. the beginning with, with the Tiger Cruise like logo. Yeah. Also this poster is so freaking ugly. <laughs>
1: I think it's don't look under the bed. That you're it is. It for. is don't look under the bed, and uh, yeah. it's
0: it's disclaimer is literally just scary images. Scary. <laughs> yeah, which like I get it. It's very scary. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Okay. So it's TVPG. It's from two thousand four. It's an hour twenty seven, and it's drama and family. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think there's anything else it could be. It's definitely not a no. comedy. No. I think coming it's... of age should be on there. It should be. I think coming of it should be it on there. It is definitely because drama.
1: I, it's, this movie felt so long, and I get it's an emotional thing, but there were just so many like long speech moments between oh, so Maddie Oh, so much monologuing. It was so much it's monologuing. Like, oh, and it, didn't, it needs to also keep your attention for you know kids who are watching this. Right. Well, it also
0: didn't help that they kept having those time cards that are like, you know, September 9th, two days before the attack or whatever. And it's just like, yeah. stop.
1: You know, what also didn't help was all the green screen that I kept getting distracted yeah, by during really these long monologues. Screen. And I just couldn't help but focus on the awful green screen in every single background.
0: So they shot this on the ship. But I don't know if the ship was outside or like where, because mm-hmm. anytime they were outside, quote unquote, outside... Everything that was outside, like the water and the sky and stuff, was always green screen. People walking
1: in the background. Yeah. Even some people walking in the forefront, before, like in front of the characters or. Oh, yeah. Like, some right of the, There I was a time when
0: Tina was getting on the ship and you could see that it was like people behind her were definitely on a different plane. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the blurb is Maddie Dolan is tired of being labeled a Navy brat and decides to convince her dad to give up his military career to stay home. She participates in Operation Tiger, a week-long tour where sailors' families join them for operations aboard a ship to convince him. Okay, this is really bad. This is a really bad blurb. First of all, yes, this movie is kind of around Maddie, but they also should not have made the blurb about Maddie. This should have been about Operation Tiger. Uh, This movie follows a story of, of, you know, families aboard Operation Tiger, a week-long tour where sailors' families join them for operations aboard a ship. During this tour, the the tigers and the military have to work together to overcome. Uh, the, or not even overcome, but to uh, come to grips with the aftermath of nine eleven or something. Right. Like, the fact that they like, completely really glazed over and did not mention nine eleven at all in this blurb is mm-hmm. ridiculous.
1: Especially with not having the disclaimer on yeah. Disney Plus. Like, you would think that they would put it in the blurb at least so people know.
0: No, this is really bad. that's this another reason really... we didn't know. Because
1: we usually, like, glance at the blurbs before, at least I do, like, before going into it. But Oh,
0: Yeah. If you go into this blind, you have no way to know. You can see the the picture is the kids uh, wearing pilot uniforms when they snuck on the ship. to or When they snuck on the ship during the like pilot show, which I was reading on the trivia as well, that that air show that they did was canceled because it was actually supposed to take place like on 9-11. So that actually didn't happen on the actual Tiger Cruise. But anyway, so it's like, there's no way to know. The only way you know is... When you start the movie and then there's a time was, card that says like September 2001. Yeah. September some, September 8th or whatever, 2001. I think it like, just
1: said September 2001 because I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, it's right. like September 2001. Well, like, it's like a shot.
0: <laughs> it's a shot that says September 2001. And then I think it's when you meet the kid who's from New York um, yeah. and, and the, the Twin movie. Towers. I'm pretty sure like, the Twin Towers are like there. And it says September yeah. 2001. Also, yep. he was the worst character like he yeah. he was awful. I don't remember his name
1: at all. It's Anthony. Anthony, I'm, I'm that's right. Sure. But there's a part when he's on deck and he's like dancing around and just falls in the water. And it, well not in the water, but like looks like he's going to fall in the water, but he lands in a net. Yeah, he there's like netting just looks around so the ship that catch
0: people. And it was like that's really scary and really bad and the fact that he didn't get in trouble for that is incredible. Yeah. Like, come on. So also, I'm saying like a lot today because my brain is not functioning at full capacity. But so this movie follows multiple families aboard this ship. So, first of all, there's Maddie Dolan and her dad, who's the second in command on the ship. What does the actual captain of the ship do? Kind of nothing, it sounds like. Uh, because he's on screen a couple times, he's mean, and he doesn't actually rally anybody in this entire movie. Right. It's all <laughs> yeah. Bill Pullman's character who plays Maddie's dad. And their relationship is that Maddie is grumpy about being a Navy brat and having to move around all the time. And so she, uh, she wants to convince him to give it up and come home. And during the course of the movie, before the attacks, he's like, I am going to come home. I'm planning on retiring and coming home. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. And then the and attacks happen it and he's before
1: like, it, I'm like, he's not going to retire anymore. And she's going to be super upset about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then over the, after the attacks happen and he rallies and stuff, she's really upset initially that he's not going to retire. And then after she sees how the troops need him and like how good of a second in command he is, like, she's like, no, I understand you have to be here. Like, I get it now. I've seen it firsthand. And I'm like, sure, that's fine. Whatever. Then you've also have Tina, which is the familiar relationship I've already described. Far more interesting. Mm-hmm. Far more interesting, especially because it's like I get why they did Patty and her dad as the main people, but their relationship was so prescribed and predictable and like it was something that I get that I'm not a kid right now, but even as a kid I would have been like, he's like he's not gonna retire. Like, I get mm-hmm. it um but so again tina's more interesting and more unique and more just i just it's more interesting um then there's anthony who's there because his brother is on the ship and he doesn't want to be there and his dad like forced him to go and so he's been grumpy the whole time and he has his drumsticks and all he does his drum on things and he has no growth literally none Yep. The other thing is that he's supposed to be from Staten Island, and he can see. There's a whole s- speech he makes about being able to see the Twin Towers from his window, and that's it. We never learn, and he never really talks about it again. Yeah, that's it's it.
1: Like all the kids from my school n- like have family or know people who work in the towers, and I thought that there would be some sort of like growth after that. Nope, or like more development with that. But that's no. it. But at the yeah. end when they're all leaving, he
0: like gives his brother a hug and is like, I've learned so much, blah, 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 blah. He didn't say I've learned so much, but it's supposed to be like that thing of like, We've grown. Right. It's like, You have not done anything. Yeah, we didn't see any of that. Come on. But the only thing that we see from him is that he wants to watch the news and all the really little kids want to watch a movie and it's like he gets really mad. He's like, Why don't why don't they want to watch the news? This is so important and you have to be like and paid in paid independent year had to be like, They're little kids, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um And then there's also the other one, the one I was talking about before. So I want to, I want to preface this by saying, I don't understand what the age range of these tigers can be because it's supposed to be families can come visit, but it cannot be significant others because they don't want anybody messing around on the ship, apparently. So they can not be your significant others, but it can be your children how old do they have to be? Because some of those kids seemed to be like seven years old,
1: mm-hmm. maybe
0: eight, and it's, it's like, Joey yeah, way too young. <laughs> yeah, way too young, and he doesn't have anyone else with him. Hayden Panettiere is like, she has to like watch over him, which I know they just did because she's his actual real life sister outside of the movie. Because his name mm-hmm. is like Jaden. headed it's not, it's not Jaden, but I think that's really funny because yeah. that they are Hayden and Jaden. Um. <laughs> Actually, wait—is his name Jaden? Now I'm like—it might be. It might be. Hold on, I'm because I'm pretty sure his name starts with a J. Jansen, excuse me. Should uh, have been Jansen. Jaden. Um, it should have been Jaden. Um, so <sighs> he was so unnecessary because, first of all, like I said, don't understand what Adrian was. He had nobody to watch over him because his mom was still working like they can't have expected his mom to like watch over him because even before the attacks she was working so it's like who's supposed to be watching him he's not at an age where he can just like be by himself and right. so they just like clung him onto him and into maddie and it just didn't make any sense nothing happened with his character Nothing happened with the growth of his character at the end. He was like, Mom, come home. And she was like, nope, I can't. And that was it.
1: Right. Like, it and
0: then, was unnecessary and frustrating. And he was on screen too much. And I'm like, go away.
1: Yeah. And then it makes you think, like, how come Maddie's... She has a younger sister we saw at the beginning. How come she wasn't able to go? That's the other thing. Who her younger sister was played person? by Jeanette
0: McCurdy, which is interesting. But... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which, following up on our decommission from weeks back, I am finally listening to her audiobook. Yeah. I've got like an hour and a half left. I have so much more left. Because I haven't had time by myself. Yeah. That makes sense. Um,
0: okay. I just tried to look up the age range. And um, it was talking about Operation Tiger. That was a D-Day thing. So. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So Tiger Cruise is the actual name of the thing. It's not Operation Tiger. It's Tiger Cruise because I looked Operation Tiger. And that's, again, something for for D-Day. Okay. Tigers must be a minimum of 12 years old and no older than 75. There were kids so much younger than 12. Maybe in 2001 they were younger. But, like, what the heck? Yeah. Because, like, 12, you can – that is the age where a lot of parents are like, yeah, you can try being at home by yourself. Like, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so huge problems that I had with that character. He was on screen way too much. He was annoying. He had no growth. He was pointless. He dragged down the movie. Anyway, he was so, so awful. So, anyway. And then there was the ex-military dad guy, which was... Here's the thing. That's a really interesting angle to go at, because it was the only non-child relationship that we saw, but we Mm -hmm. made him... We they made him so wholly unlikable. They dressed him like a like a you know one of those gross kind of like uncles that goes on to tour and goes on a holiday in Hawaii and he's wearing like (laughs) a Hawaiian shirt and he's like pinching the girls butts and stuff like that's what he looked like like he was like triggering to look at, and he was so unlikable. And after the attacks happened, he hears about the fact that it hit the plane hit the Pentagon, and. He's like, my brother works there. Uncle Bobby, whatever. And that's horrible. I'm not saying that's not horrible. But he tries to, like, any... He, he, like, stalks Bill Pullman being like, tell me what happened to my brother. I want to, I need to make a call. I need to figure it out. And it's like, he, Bill Pullman's like, I know that you're grieving, sir, but, like, we cannot risk the safety of everyone on board to figure out what happened to your brother. But he's like, yeah. I will work on it. I will see what has happened in, in you know... Oh my god, my stomach is gurgling. Um, but then you see him try to like rally the other adults and be like, "They're withholding information from us," and you know, blah blah blah. blah. And then Bill Pullman comes downstairs and he's like, "I'm not withholding anything from you. Here's what's happening." I've tried. This is exactly yeah. what it <laughs> is. And all the other it's adults really
1: hard, not knowing what happened. Yeah. Like, to your brother. But like, so it's like you do feel a little bad for him, but at the same time, you've been trained throughout the first half to not really like like him that's
0: the problem if if he had been really likable for the first half and then he had a like a heel turn that would have been interesting but he was so gross and creepy for the first part of the movie that it was like who cares and then um and then you know bill pullman does get back to him and it does say that his his brother is missing and then there's Mm -hmm. a really nice speech that he makes to, to maddie that's like because Maddie's like, I'm sorry about your brother. And he's like, he was always going to be my younger brother. And like, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, first of all, it's very sweet. It's very sweet speech. That's the first of all thing. Second of all, it would have been way more interesting if it was, he was always going to be my older brother. But now yeah. I'm going to be older than him.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would have been a That, that was take,
0: such yeah. a writing error. Because yep. as far as I can tell... there were like it's based on a true story but very flimsily and I don't think any of the characters are based on real characters just based on the research that I've done and so and I while we were watching this movie did a search (laughs) this is so mean and I understand it it's not mean but it's so like whatever it's like underhanded during the movie I did a search to see if someone with his last name died in the pentagon and I was like Yes, they could have changed his name, but what's the point when it's supposed to be a true story and it's all about you know losing people, right? And no one with his name died in the Pentagon. And I was like, I don't think this guy is real. And so that also made me like that they made it up. So they could have
1: done it. Felt like added drama
0: for drama's sake to kind, like I said, like bring more emotions out of you, just make you make you feel. And it's like, yeah, but maybe feel what? You can't just make yeah. me feel. That's Take not how this works. Take through the
1: feeling, not just, yeah, <laughs> like process it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it's... <sighs> Sarah and I, after this movie ended, we're just like, how do we rate this movie? Not mm-hmm. that we're going to be rating it just yet, but like, how do we rate it? Because it's really tough because obviously 9-11 is really touchy itself. And, you know... I just bumped my table, but it's so sorry if you hear me bumping my table. But it's <sighs> just because it's dealing with a touchy subject and it's something that we all live through, and why we all, I mean the two of us, doesn't mean that it gets an automatic pass in any way. Exactly. So it's going to be tough.
1: It's going to be tough. And before we move on, I'm going to read the small blurb because we, oh, haven't, yeah, done we it. haven't done that. <laughs> I keep doing that. It's the second year in a two row. Two <laughs> uh, It's. Base. It's just the first line of the long blurb, so it's not surprising. It's just Maddie Dolan is no! tired of being labeled as a Navy brat. That's all they put. <laughs> no!
0: That's all they did. This is up there for being the worst. It's not the worst. I know there's one that's worse than this. But it's, it's, it's at the bottom. It's really
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with, with that
0: one. <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Oh, gosh. Okay, well... Both the test of time and the moral are going to have their own issues. So, which mm-hmm. one do you want to start with? Because I feel like I've chosen the last few. Uh, let's do test of time first. Steamrolled the last week. Um, <laughs> It doesn't hold up well for a few reasons. One, the green screen, obviously terrible. Mm. And two... So bad. It really is hard to re this is going to be terribly worded, but, like, re-feel what people in post-9-11 America were feeling. So, it's... I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm trying to take myself back to 2004 if I had watched this then. Like, would it have helped me... I mean, I know that this is a few years after, but would it have helped me process if I was, you know, younger at the time and have learned about this and then saw this movie. I don't know it have, because
0: it's so focused on the Navy and the experience yeah. of being on the ship. And I think True. that's Maybe also, yeah, I think that's also part of the problem that they have with this story is that they couldn't find the balance between trying to talk about the Navy and this actual ship's reaction to 9-11 and just how children were reacting to nine yeah. eleven of this part of age. Me,
1: part of me wishes that they would have just done like, you know, kids in a classroom and like tied it in somehow with that, so it would have been more relatable. To or just more something kids. to
0: make this more relatable. Yeah, like it's just <sighs> they yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's what the overall problem with this movie is that they they couldn't find a way to make it relatable, but they really thought that they were. Right. Because they were kids.
1: And they were tying it into, like, the family aspect of, yeah. like, oh, your, your parents have a duty that they have to fulfill. And they were trying to tie that into, which I guess is what they are going for. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't man. know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a mess. But. What do I want to compare this to for test of time? I don't.
0: I know, that's the thing, is it's just like it's not the worst. It's like really run of the like middle of the road. Like not <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other really serious ones. Cause that's the other thing is that so many decoms are not dramas. Like yeah. they're they're very funny. Color of Friendship is very serious, but Color of Friendship holds up very, very
1: well. So much better. The thing I keep drifting towards is Cadet Kelly, just because it's like the military know, but dad thing, but so I know it's much not better. comparable.
0: <laughs> and yeah, and I was I, I was thinking of like Hounded, because he's got his military brother in that movie. Right. Ugh. Oh, man. I mean, I guess Rip Girls was pretty dramatic i have hounded a 3.5 and rip girls at a 5.75 i was
1: also thinking smart house just in terms of like effects and oh smart house's effects are way worse though yeah and i have that one at a 5.75 but then it doesn't take in the like the dramatic part of this movie
0: gosh there's so few dramatic i forgot that we gave miracle in lane too uh 1.5 for a test of time. <laughs> oh, man. Um I'm just gonna give this one a straight five. Like I just I can't find anything to rate it against right now. And I think that it holds up enough that i need to see it like really layered against everything else to figure out Mm. if it goes any higher or lower because like their outfits don't look too dated the direction of the movie the like dialogue isn't too bad so it's like the effects and just kind of like the unrelatability i know there's probably a word for that it's like the top the like reason to bring it down to a five but then the other stuff is like what's keeping it at a five so i'm just i'm i'm too lazy to i'm too lazy to try and figure out anything clearer
1: yeah um i think i'm gonna do a 4.75 i'm gonna go just under the halfway point and i can't really give you a reason besides gut gut
0: (laughs) i don't know I mean it makes sense.
1: A lot of it is the green screen for me it just distracted from so much when I was watching this like it took away from the moments that were trying to be emotional and sentimental. I just couldn't no, stop looking really at the bad. background. Oh no,
0: the green screen drops it down to like a 6 at minimum.
1: Yeah, and then everything else on top of it. I'm just like, mm.
0: no, it's 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 really bad. Um so Test of Time was kind of like, oh, I don't know, because it's kind of touchy because it's got this. And then the moral, it's just like, I don't know. What is this trying to teach? Like, no, sometimes, I, this- sometimes adults have to do what they have to do. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, what you idolize isn't what it actually is. Like, what?
1: I had no idea. Usually I have a few ideas written down, but the only thing I wrote down was Grace's quote that's you have to do your duty. I'm like that's all I <laughs> that's all I wrote down. I think like, the that duty that's, before a family. Uh, that's probably
0: it. what it is. I think there's also, um, I think there's also like everyone needs to come together in times of need or something. But I think the you, the um, you have to do your duty is what they were trying to do, which I think is part of the problem. I wish that they had done more of like come together in times of need like i wish that they had done they leaned more into the
1: non-military aspect of all of this exactly yeah i think that maybe is why we're having a hard time is what we talked about before was potential like this movie did have potential but we can't rank it on that
0: right it just leaned into it it glorified the military too much for me and it's like i'm not saying the military did a bad job during 9-11 like i was not cognizant enough to know what the heck was happening Mm-hmm. But this movie – this movie, if it was really going to be about 9-11 and try to be relatable to kids, felt more like propaganda for joining the military. Yeah. By making everyone seem really cool and calm. And look what we did during this time instead of being like, this is really scary and, you know, we know that you kids were – you know, we know that you lived through this too – So it's just like, it's a a mixed, it's almost like a mixed metaphor. Yeah.
1: Also, speaking of like doing your duty and like kind of duty before family, I was very confused why, I mean, maybe this is a thing that actually happened, but there were kids on this boat and they're like, we might be going into... Into combat yeah. or whatever they were talking. I'm like, is that something that would actually happen? They would put like civilian lives.
0: No, I don't at think risk. so.
1: I don't know how it works, but I feel like it wouldn't. There's happen no like way that. they
0: wouldn't drop them off at port first. They're like, like
1: everyone has to do our duty. Like we're gonna have to go in if they call us. <laughs> there's so what? there were too many people. Like
0: I feel like the the percentage of people on board was like equal to, yeah, and or they were... more, more than, greater than
1: when they were reloading their weapons i'm like i feel like they would have figured out a way to take the civilians oh, to this other boat
0: that's what he saw that's what he was griping about the the ex military guy was griping about to uh the other adults the, he's like they're lord got weapons. we right. they're hiding information right. from, right. from us and he's like we have we're a military ship we're going to get weapons what the heck are you talking about
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but i think it's i think it's you have to do your duty and uh bad. It's not good. It's not the worst.
1: But it's not good. Hmm. <sighs> the show must go on. Ah. <laughs> oh. uh, there's not really anything that I can relate this to with our other morals. I guess
0: there's kind of bad hair day with sometimes you just need someone to send you down the right path. Which I have at a 3-5 and you have at a 3-7-5. About christmas wrong here it's called it's christtmas yeah i wish it had just been we're all in this together like i just got to to high school musical and i'm like mm. should i just we're all in this together
1: yeah oh man i think i'm just going to have to pick a number based on my other numbers i can't find any th- morals i want to really compare this one to that would be in the same range i am just going to give it a 4
0: I want to get yeah. slightly higher like than 3-7-5. Bad Hair Day because Bad Hair Day's moral is not great.
1: What did I give that one again? A 3.5 or a 3.75?
0: 3.75. Oh, no. You gave it a 3.75. Oh. I gave it a 3.5. Mm. Maybe I'll give it a 3.75. I also have dad napped at a 2 with care about your... Or you have it at a 2 and I have it at a one seven five for care about your kids. Mm. Which <laughs> has to be higher than that because the dad moral is non-existent. That's true.
1: You know what? I talked about Phantom of the Megaplex before with the show must go on. It's kind of like that where it's like the military must go on. Yeah, kind uh, of. <laughs> not the same at all, but what it's did you give also that? a
0: four. Four? I'm going to mm. give this a 375. Yeah, four for me. It's just... It's... Mm-hmm. It just is... It's nothing great. I might bump it <laughs> up after, later once I see everything lined up together because I think that I think that if I think about it and like everyone like y- you must do your duties or whatever, it's like if you think about how like the younger kid, like the 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 Anthony and 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 Tina and Maddie all reacted of like we're doing our duties. It's like Maddie did it and Tina had to like you know waffle with it and then Anthony did nothing. So yeah. it's it's just kind of interesting. I don't know I don't know man I don't know I don't want to rate this movie it's in the C range it's not a D movie I think it's a C minus
1: I was just thinking I'm like I don't want to put it in the D range but it's because it's the the C range where it's just a it's just boring and and it's got problems and it's towards the bottom of the C's so I'm also looking at my C minuses I have twitches too what's our C minus range 35 to
0: 42. Oh, gosh. I'm looking at some of my D-plus movies, though, and I'm like, I would definitely watch those movies before this. But that's more so because of the topic and because it's a heavy drama than Mm -hmm. it is because of the quality of the movie. Because I was like, I would watch How to Build a Better Boy before I watched this. But I'm like, yeah, it's because How to Build a Better Boy is about two girls making a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. It's not about reliving past drama. I know that I just gave something else a C minus, which I think was gotta kick it up, or Jet Jackson, or both. But I haven't edited those yet because I have been enjoying a vacation. So, As you and by said. enjoying a vacation, I mean I've been, I've had. This is my first day of actual day off. <laughs> vacation one day. Well, I, yeah, it was more that my internet went and I was like, I have time to do this later, and so I decided to do it later because. Hmm, that's a me
1: yeah all right now you see it at a 40 at a c
0: minus 39 and i've cloud nine at a c minus 40 phantom megaplex c minus minus forty, which is two to c minus 38
1: i have a lot in the upper c minus range i don't really have a lot towards the bottom
0: Yeah, my C minuses are pretty weighted to the top as well. I'm gonna give this a forty-one.
1: Yeah, part of me is like I want to put it in the upper C minus range, but I'm really gonna have to do a lot of work with. I'm
0: I'm gonna that upper range. I'm gonna which is I'm gonna no, I'm not gonna move them now. I because I only have a few C minuses. They're all weighted towards the top, and I know I have a buttload of d pluses so i'm like mm-hmm. if i want to just move those around later i'll move those around later That's because true. if we're gonna like try and shift everything equally not equally but like on a bell curve and there are some some d pluses that i think aren't d pluses anymore because we've watched other movies like i'm pretty sure right. how to build a voter boy is probably at a c minus but
1: okay i'm like gonna do a C minus uh, a nice even 40 for now and then yeah we'll see it we'll see what it ends up as later Yeah, we shall see. I didn't feel like
0: I had high hopes for this movie. I had no idea what it was about, but like once, immediately once we saw September two thousand one, I went, "Oh (laughs) no, we
1: weren't mentally prepared. Mm. We needed the disclaimer at the beginning." Yeah, I'm honestly
0: really disappointed. Like, really disappointed that they took those away and then didn't even have the courtesy to put it in the blurbs.
1: Right. Like you go in for a I was was gonna say good time. I guess we don't ever go into these like expecting a good time. (laughs) Well, but like last week we had a great time and then this week we're like, okay, maybe it'll be a decent one, like a funny one, and then it was a very serious one and we're like, Oh, well, and it's not like Disney Plus
0: doesn't have disclaimers because they have disclaimers in front of some of the episodes of the of the Muppet Show and in front of the original Dumbo and stuff for things that are um, you know, not pc anymore which is good and i'm not saying that's not good but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't put disclaimers in front of things that are going to trigger people in other ways like Mm -hmm. we should still be courteous of that yeah oh (sighs) i don't know what to do for the decommission
1: nope no idea
0: um draw a caricature of oh yeah, I
1: forgot that that was a big thing. There's a
0: part, one. so Maddie's supposed to be an artist. This is completely dropped like, halfway through the movie. She does one thing of Anthony and he's like, that's what I look like? Why do I look so serious? Or something. Um, but at the beginning of the movie, when they first get on the ship, she's getting people to pay her for caricatures. And these, so caricatures are really hard. And she's supposed to be like, I don't know, 14.
1: And yeah. they're like,
0: super Super professional quality characters, not like yeah, right. sure. Like, um, I get
1: that there's probably some people out there that are 14 and can do that, but I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was,
1: it was. There's just
0: a lot of nuances to caricatures, and that's why I was like none of that. Um, yeah. but yeah, draw a caricature uh, of yourself. Why let's not? See,
1: if you want um media about September 11th, like bringing people together, I would recommend the musical Come From Away. If you can listen, it's to on Apple TV a, Plus. The cast record, yep, or it's on Apple TV Plus. So you can probably do a free trial if you don't have it. It's very good, but that is what I would recommend over this movie. Yeah, that's
0: actually really good. It is a musical, so obviously, if you don't like musicals, uh, too bad, suck it up. But, <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's very interesting, and it also takes it also deals with people being kind of trapped due to mm. the circumstances of 9 11 because this is about a plane. And people who were on a plane having to... Many planes. Many planes. 38 planes, planes, planes. Oh, in right. Newfoundland. Yep. Yeah. And how they have to ground and figure it out. And it's great. It's it's mm-hmm. fascinating. It just closed, or, too.
1: I was going to say, if you could see it live, I'm sure it's still touring in It some is still touring, places, yeah. But it's not on Broadway well, anymore. It's
0: touring as of January 2023. January 2nd. Yeah, if you, you have a chance to see it live,
1: I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's a great show.
0: Yeah, it's very very good, and it got really overshadowed by a bunch of other stuff that was already that was playing, which is really uh, disappointing because it's a very good show.
1: Yeah, they released a documentary about. They did, yeah. Um, everything, but. And it's based on it true stories as well. Yeah. I saw it in theaters and then they never released it on DVD or streaming or anything. So I even emailed the company. I'm like, is there a way to get a copy of this documentary? Like, I'd love to buy it. And they never responded. So I was really sad. That's super But hopefully annoying. someday they'll release it. Like, you spent all this time and money making this documentary. Share it with the world.
0: Yeah. that's a, So there's this documentary about this guy who worked on Letterman who collects old corporate musical records. Um, uh. I think it's called Bathtubs Over Broadway. It's very, very good. And it, they haven't released it in a hard copy yet, so you have to wait till it's streaming. Um, and it's incredible because it really dives into... Yeah, Bathtubs Over Broadway. It's currently on Netflix. But it, it dives into this weird phenomenon of these corporate musicals. And what that meant was that there were companies who would have their, like, you know, retreats and they would pay performers and directors and composers and all of these people to stage musicals based around their product. So there was like GE and McDonald's and like all of these companies had these musicals and they were the the records were never really like widely released. You can only really find them if like people who went to these retreats kept them and sold them.
1: Interesting. It's
0: fascinating. It's truly fascinating. I do recommend it. Um, my mom and I started that musical. That, that, we we started that documentary a few years ago, and we we started it. We're like, is this just about a guy on Letterman? Like, are we just watching this guy who was a writer on <laughs> Letterman who's kind of weird? And then it, and then so you like learn about this guy, and then it really kind of like deviates from being just about him. Like, he's like a like a top tier collector of it. So like it's okay. it that's what you learn about him. Um, and then you start learning more about the musicals and like the composers and some of the the performers who are in it. It's it's fascinating okay it's what's that one called bathtubs over broadway bathtubs over
1: broadway there I'm is a next th- to while you were sleeping my other recommendation <laughs> from you
0: um i don't remember why we were talking about. oh because it's bill pullman oh yeah that's uh if you don't want to draw a character of yourself character of yourself also just watch while we, while you were sleeping um because we were t- i was talking about movies that have bill pullman in them and he's in Spaceballs, and he's in independence day and he's in while you were sleeping And that are, like, the big three that I watched him in when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And um, if you really want, like, a love letter to Chicago and just a really cute, like, Christmas movie that's not, like, super Christmassy. I'm just perfect because Christmas is over, but I'd still watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's on Disney Plus, too. But Or you can watch Independence Day. Or you can watch uh,
1: Spaceballs. (laughs) Spaceballs. Just watch a Bill Pullman movie. I haven't watched that in a while. I don't think I've watched that since I was with you when we watched it last.
0: I love I I like Bill Pullman
1: a lot. This this movie made him look so old.
0: I don't know why. Mm-hmm. This movie made him look it, so yeah. old. <laughs> um. Well, next up we're going to be watching Read It and Weep. And... Um, then we're probably gonna take our rad dad or bad dad break. And I was thinking about it. and I'm like, we could just do rad dad or bad dad at the end. But I don't want to have three
1: episodes of non
0: movie of non. Well, we can just at add at the end of this
1: rad dad, bad dad, like the last bit of them into our wrap up.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, we can make our predictions of where we think those dads will be.
1: Yeah. I don't think I feel could- like we've already got enough movies that I won't. <laughs> once again with rad dad bad dad it's gonna be kira reminding me about every single dad because i won't remember yeah except friendly. like this one and eddie's million cookout. i i'll remember those because they were recent yeah for yeah. a while i tried to like write down on my sheets like if it was a rad dad or bad dad in my opinion and then i forget all the time so we'll see how that goes for my memory yeah it'll be fine
0: I don't think I'm gonna remember very well, to be perfectly honest. I think there's a couple that stick out in my brain, but that's about it. Um, Cool. Well, this has been a weird release schedule because my internet went out that one time, and then Sarah and I are traveling. But this we should be back back on track um, (laughs) now. And um, yeah, there might be another one that we take off in March when Ethan and I are traveling for wedding planning. But there's a part of me. I think I mentioned this before. But there's a part of me that really wants to like make it to the end of May so that we actually hit like our three year mark. Our anniversary. So
1: (laughs) we're going to take a lot of breaks and vacations. Well, no.
0: So okay, hold on. Yeah. So we should be ending at this point. We, if I add in those couple of weeks, we should be ending on the eighteenth of May, which I think is pretty close to when we started
1: i'm pretty sure we started on like the 20th of may we should just release it on my birthday and then it can be a my the birthday finale <laughs> hold
0: on i'm looking but
1: that's the... funny if we started on the 20th and then ended on the 18th because then i'd be right in the middle
0: that was so weird i looked up decommission and then it uh it showed us and then it was like no 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 wait 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 no no none of those
1: <laughs> it's like no that was us
0: may 27th so we've got one extra week Close. of padding that we could add to get to one <laughs> we'll so,
1: figure out something yeah we'll we'll do something
0: is the 20 is the 27th maybe
1: oh. they'll release another no, decom pretty... by surprise in the next couple months <laughs> yeah
0: maybe so if we can get to the 25th I will say that that's a year because it's the same week. Yep. And it's Perfect. it's it's that that week of release and that's a year. So we've got one extra week that we can we can add in there um for cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, All right. Um see you next week for Read It and Weep. Yep. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.